When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We've got to kick off the show with our feature interview, and we do it thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional choice. You might see him in TCR Australia sporting a wonderful Burson <coughs> Auto Parts livery, and it's all thanks to Burson Auto Parts, who are celebrating 50 years. But we can't get to our guest without giving him a proper intro. Holman conquer the mountain once again. Jason Barkwana and Garth Tan to take out the FAI 1000. Well done to the Gary Rogers Motorsport Operation. This is going to be another name to add to our list in the Super Cheap Auto TCR Australia Series. Welcome to Victory Lane, Jason Bagwana, and welcome Peugeot, their first win. Merci, Monsieur Bagwana. Please welcome, making his debut on the driver's seat, the one and only Jason Bagwana. <laughs> G'day, fellas. How you going, Steve? Matt, uh, what's going on, buddy? Why, can I ask why a lot of our guests start their interviews laughing? I love that. I love. Was that your intro? Were you happy with that intro, Barks? No, I've been listening to you the last 10 minutes. It's fantastic <laughs> listening to you, folks, talk. And, and, and I like the fact you're about to, uh, to, 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 to release the rest of the calendar, so at least then I know when I'm going to go car racing. That's fantastic. Oh, mate. Mate, I tell you what, if you haven't booked accommodation, you should have spoken to me two days ago because I could have given you the accommodation dates. Of course, I've booked mine for Kubota Racing. We're at Bathurst. We're all good to go. Mate, seriously, though, uh, welcome your debut. Congratulations on uh, getting back into racing because you're off the, on the sidelines there for a little while and now thanks to Burson Garage, you're, uh, you're back and you've brought your young fella along for the ride as well in TCR. Yeah, thanks a lot. I mean, look, obviously... It has been a pretty uh, exciting couple of years. We didn't do any racing last year, really, and then this year back into the uh, into the car, which has been good. But, yeah, for me, look, it was one of those... I was sort of undenied whether we should actually officially retire at, uh, a few years back there, but the problem is I actually love racing. And I, whether I'm racing a Hyundai XL around at Winton or I'm, I'm battling with my son in a in the, in the Bursons, I just love it. I just love getting out there and having a go. And um, it's been great to be back and, and, and enjoying racing some really sharp operators. I mean, the thing I do love about racing is when, you, when you're racing the, the best of the best. And now we've got a pretty good field in TCR. It's certainly make it exciting. Hey, mate, um, welcome to the show, first. I'm sure Matty did welcome you to the show. I didn't hear him welcome you officially. Well, would you focus? Say hi and welcome, yeah. Yeah, yeah do you well, want to focus, Welcome Johnson. to the show, mate. It's good to have you here. <laughs> hey, uh Oh, I did want to ask you something because I've never driven a TCR car. So, I, I mean, it, the closest thing I've driven is Jets Excel at Winton. So that's about as far as I go with front-wheel drive. <laughs> um, we've spoken to um, you know, quite a few of the boys like Lee Holdsworth, Michael Caruso, Chaz, um, and GT, and, and they've actually mentioned just how different it's been to adjust to that car from what you've probably driven your whole life as a V8 supercar uh, and rear-wheel drive. I mean, give us a bit of a... Uh, I guess a bit of a snapshot, and because you're in the category 
with your with son Ben, he's sort of cut his teeth on excels, and you know the young kids sort of pick up things that quick these days. Anyway, how's it been? You know, how's he been? You know, obviously in that car compared to you trying to get used to it. Well, look, I mean, my my very early days in my motor racing career back in 1990, which uh, you know was a 150 years wow. ago, um, <laughs> I raced a Suzuki Swift in the Australian Production Car Championship. So I, I got a bit of a taste of front-wheel drive um, back a long time ago. Um, and then, obviously, you, know, you, you develop your career. You, we went through Formula Ford, Formula V, you know, Formula Holden, all those sorts of things, uh, a lot of overseas racing, single-seaters, and then, obviously, into the supercars. So a rear-wheel drive. Everything was rear-wheel drive. So you develop a skill set um, that, you know, that, that you understand how to drive the car, you... You work out how to go fast, what you need out of the car, what you're looking for. In 2008, when I was driving to WPS, the team folded, and I jumped back into a Mini, and I've got to tell you, um, we played around with the Mini that year. That front-wheel drive experience, that, that knowledge, that understanding how to use the throttle, when to drive it, it all come back pretty quick, and we had a pretty successful year that year. And it's a bit like that now, jumping back in this. Um, you're right, Ben's uh, got that experience in the XL, so... It, it really came to him pretty quickly. But, yeah, for me, look, I've enjoyed it. I've, I've done a little bit of front-wheel drive before. Once you get your head around a bit, they're actually really good to drive. They're fun to drive. They're fast to drive. You don't get a lot of power oversteer, but uh, it certainly can get your attention in the high-speed <laughs> stuff when the rear steps out, let me tell you. And they they look like flighty, edgy little things, as you say. Has there been any moments, you reckon, over the last little while that you've been racing in these things that you think, uh-oh? Oh man, this, you've had the full pucker. This this is gonna, <laughs> you know, the valve's gone right up on the limiter. This is gonna hurt. Well, look, I think it was around Easter qualifying at Bathurst was at ten past seven in the morning or something. It was oh, two good. degrees, and let me tell you, <laughs> when you arrive at McPhillamy Park in one of these things on cold rear, certainly gets your attention. So, um, yes, they are very flighty. They're exciting to drop. They get your attention. You've really got to respect them on the cold tire. But once that rear tyre, you get the temp into it, um, you can attack pretty hard, and they're, and they're a good thing. And you're, you're, you're back with GRM, which is, you know, if you've been a sports or if you're a fan of the, the Barguanas for many years, you're, you're probably most well-known for yeah. driving a supercar with Gary and Barry. What's it like being back there? I suppose it would be like going back home, putting on an old pair of pants. Yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, look, I've always had a very good, healthy respect for Gary. I drove for him for five years. He was the the guy that really gave me that um, that first opportunity after the Young Lions program. Um, he offered to pay me to drive his race car, which I just I, I thought was as unbelievable. It wasn't a lot of money, I've got to tell you. I had to work in the car yard cleaning toilets, but <laughs> that, that was okay. I didn't care, right? Um, it, for me, that was a golden opportunity and that led to some great things. We did some great things together. And we obviously had that success at Bathurst. But, you know, as my career developed, I, I moved... Um, to Larco's and then, you know, and a few different teams and bits and pieces, forward hold and that sort of thing. Um, but I've always had a good, healthy respect and, and relationship with Gary. And, and over the years, even when I was in the role of the DSO, and, and um, you know, we've obviously kept in contact. He doesn't live far from me, actually. And when this uh, TCR uh, environment really started and, and they were heavily involved in it, I hung around a little bit early on uh, in that first year. And then when the opportunity arose, we... We uh, were able to put the partnership together with Burson and and create um, a pretty special opportunity, which you know has come together this year and it's been fantastic. And mate, what so moving forward, TCR for you, what's what's it hold for? Obviously, you and Benny, do you do you plan to keep going like Bowie for four billion years, or do you uh, 
Um, do you want to, you know, maybe do it for a few more and then step back and concentrate uh, and give Ben a hand when he gets to the point where you think that, right, oh, it's time to get, get right behind him now? Yeah, look, it is always been, you know, for me, I'm, I'm well aware, Steve, we're at that age where you're probably at the other end of your racing career, except for John Bow, obviously. Like, he, yeah. he's still young and, well, and John going Bow's hard. still 41, so... Well, I, I, he's about the same age as Russell Ingle, I think. Yeah, exactly. And, and whilst I did submit my uh, my resume into the uh, Alfa Romeo Formula One team uh, <laughs> after I had a win down at Phillip Island and TCR car, because apparently they're looking for a driver, I did yes. submit my resume there, but uh, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, didn't, I'm waiting on that call phone back. call. But yeah, no, yeah. Calls. Look, so look clearly for me, it, you know, at this end of my career, um, look, I'd, I'd like to race a bit more. I'm, I'm really keen to see what the what the future holds, but it is all about opening that pathway up for Ben. And, and I think the TCR platform is a fantastic one. He's got his eyes set on, on the big prize. He'd love to be a supercar driver. He'd love to also race overseas. And I think that the, the opportunity that TCR can create, if we, if we can get some momentum going, um, we'll give him that opportunity. So for me, it's about, you know, opening that pathway up. He's, he's getting to an age where he can start running with himself and, and hopefully I can come along for the ride. Yeah, I agree with that, mate. We we t- spoke to Luke King a little while ago, and um, I think the opportunities at TCR. It was only came, last week. It was, was a little while. Well, yeah. a little while. A little while. Last week, <laughs> mate. In my in my day, yeah. in my every day, a little while. I know you're flat this out. Remember morning, what you yeah. did yesterday? <laughs> this morning feels like about five days ago. Um, but the opportunities that, that are open for you because you you can't go overseas and race a supercar. No. So, but you can go overseas and race a, a, a TCR car. So I think it gives um, young drivers like Ben and Luke and Joshy Bucken and. Geordie Cox, a really good opportunity to go forward. And one of the the things that has been announced in the last 24 hours, which, again, we broke here, I think, about two weeks ago, Stevie, or three weeks ago, yep. Nimsy, the, on the uh, the Burson Off-Track update, was that we're all going to be headed to Bathurst, TCR and Supercar and all that kind of stuff. And it's going to give you and Ben and all the guys and girls uh, racing TCR for the first time, you guys are going to be playing on the big circus, which has got to be exciting. Oh, look, I mean, yeah, you, you've mentioned that. And, and, of course, you guys broke that story. And, and you're amazing because you just know everything, Matt. You're, you're in touch with everyone. So I'm going to tell you everything that's going on, let me tell you. No one's but, taking my um, call anymore because I keep spilling the beans. <laughs> you keep, you keep, you're actually supposed to keep these things secret, mate. Didn't you yeah. understand that? Yeah. He has kept so, a secret. It's just everyone he's told hasn't. That's all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, look, going into, I mean, you, you know, we all understand the importance of Bathurst and what it represents and, and what it's done from us as kids. Um, you know, Stephen, you, you, you know the atmosphere that it creates. Well, mm. to be able to put on, uh, let's call it a mega show, I don't know, what are they calling it, the super show, something, I don't know. But to have six days of the best categories, the best drivers um, for that week will just be electrifying. It'll be fantastic. And, and whether you're in an S5000, a Trans Am car, a TCR car or the supercar race, look, it's going to be something that, you know, whilst as competitors, it's going to be great. I think from a fan's point of view, the engagement will be huge. And Hopefully we can be in a position where they can open it up and get the tickets in, get the camping happening, and yeah. and we can um, and have a, have a fantastic event. And that's the thing we're all missing. We want to be there and be part of it. Are we likely to ever? Sorry, Sam. Are we likely to ever see in a Trans Am car, Bugs? Are we like there? You know, once the uh, at, at one point you may hang up the boots at, at um, TCR. Are we likely to try and get you into a into a Trans Am car because I reckon you go right in one of them. Yeah, well, I, I didn't. You, I thought you were going to step out and let me take over your seat, mate. But oh. I think there's a possibility there that we could uh, we could certainly do something. And and look, I actually I really like the Trans Am cars. I think that the 
they, they remind me a bit of what we raced, Steve, back in the supercar days, something a little bit more raw and, um, you know, H-pattern gearbox and brakes that you had to nurse and look after. And, you know, I Absolutely. think they're a very exciting category. So I reckon, um, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll never say no to anything, mate. I'm, I'm a bit of a racer. <laughs> I'll have a crack. And, and if the opportunity arose, I'd, uh, I'd certainly wouldn't uh, say no. Hey, uh, mate, just, just thinking ahead here, it's, I know it's very unusual for me, Matty, but I am thinking a little bit ahead here. <laughs> talk, hey, uh, talk about exclusive. You're, hey, you're looking forward. I'm just wondering, Bugs, if, if the opportunity arises in the future where you're still racing in TCR and I get the opportunity or Jet gets the opportunity, um, I'm just wondering what number you're going to run. Because you're running number seven. I, I at the know. Moment. So what's, what's going to happen? That is always there? a challenge. I mean, I, I, Gary and Barry picked that number and I went, are you sure? <laughs> Are we sure we want 17? And, and I remember well, 30, I, that, I was going to say well, 35 and 17. Yeah, 35 <laughs> and 17 sort of kind of come together quite a few times in supercars, didn't oh, they? Well, that's right. Your bumper bar and your front bumper bar used to crash into my rears all the time, didn't it? I was going to ask, you know, it was interesting. I was going to ask you that because we don't, we're, on this show we talk to a lot of the current drivers, but we don't talk to a lot of perhaps drivers that were back when Stevie J was active. Give me your, give me your top Stevie J story uh, about when you raced against him and when he did something so boneheaded that you radioed back to Gaz and Baz and said, mate, I'm going to have this bloke in the fence fairly soon. <laughs> it's funny to remember the races you do remember, um, you know, and the, and the events you remember and the things that go on. And, and look, at you, you know, we all used to race pretty hard, and I think I probably gave Steve a few and he gave me a few. But I think there was one weekend at Sandown, didn't I give you one in one race and you gave me one in the other race? I think that's how it worked out. And we all went square, square, let's get on with it, you know. Well, it's pretty um, much pretty much like you're racing against Paul Morris, you know. You just square each other up and you're done. No, I had to race Paul Morris, so you had to race Paul Morris. We knew how the system worked. Exactly, um, exactly. But you, but you used to go up to Paul Morris after the race and you explain to him, mate, don't you realise I actually get paid a wage to do this? This is how I make a living. Like, I, <laughs> I need the results, mate. Like, you can't just do this, you know. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, there was plenty of history there. There's plenty of good good times racing. But, yeah, it's funny when Ben... When uh, we got that 17 and 71 thing going, Ben wanted the 17 because he wanted to be like his hero, Scotty McLaughlin. And I'm like, yeah, but that's Dick's number. And he went, who? I didn't really understand that. He was more about Scotty McLaughlin. So he didn't, he didn't go, that's Dick's number. And he went, who? You know, Dick and, and Steve. Steve? Yeah. Steve who? Be like, oh, Scotty McLaughlin. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Scotty's oh, Jet's number. Dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah Jet's dad. Jet's dad. That's, that's right. Bree's like. husband. Yeah, that's I, right. Hey, mate, I'll tell, you, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you something, though. You, you're lucky well, we have got the best or, or Chase is still yeah, well, yeah. Our, third, the, the, our fourth yeah, producer is still here, but still we don't offend the him, best producer our here. silent button pusher down in Melbourne. Nimsy doing the show um, because he uh, he's put in a, a cracking intro for you. I actually had an intro for you, mate, to start the show, but Nimsy wouldn't let me run it. Well, this is what, right. he, well, this is what he wanted to put, Bugs. <laughs> was that in warm up? Yeah. I think you went off at uh, where was it? Forest, Forest elbow. elbow in the warm up, and you pancaked that thing. She was no more, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who, who wanted yeah. to put that one together? That was you, yeah, Stevie, yeah. was Good it? On your boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I'm pretty comfortable. I won the race, Stevie. So yeah, you exactly, yeah, exactly. He's got one on me there. Yeah, he has stood on the top step. <laughs> I was actually at that race, but that was in fact the first supercar race I yes. ever worked at. Two thousand. Two thousand, yeah. 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 Two thousand, yeah. 
Well, which yeah. was the one? No, the where... one the, the one that you won in the wet, two thousand. I was there with. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to think of their names now. Oh, jeez. Really hey, but uh, which Tyler was... Mecklem. I was working on Tyler Mecklem's TDK Ultra Tune Commodore. Were they both? I can't remember, but that's how bad my memory is. Obviously, one was. Were they both with GT, or just? One was with GT. Uh, no, G, well, obviously, when we say both, we're talking about the the year that I crashed the Young Lions car in the warm-up. That's always a good uh, career move, you know. Um, fortunately, fortunately, I uh, was able to, to, to get uh, pole, provisional pole, I guess, um, yep. on the Friday and, and do a good job in the shootout. But then, funnily enough, that, that incident, um, yeah, look, with, you know, we've seen it a few times there before. Clipped the inside wall, got the outside wall. That's the end of the day, so... Um, but you know, cut me as uh, 12 months later, I actually went back with Jimmy Richards as my co-driver, if you like. And, and, uh, we ended up on the podium chasing down Larry Perkins, uh, mm. and ended up third. So 12 months later, you know, we recovered from that pretty quickly. Um, and then a couple of years after that, we managed to, to win the race. So it's, it's all, uh, it's, yeah, that was 97. Wasn't it? That was with, that was with Garth in 97. And the funniest thing that I remember about, I remember you guys winning it, but the funniest thing I remember about that particular win was. Garth had uh, he had very burnt buttocks after the race. He did. He didn't. He, he did because <laughs> clearly um, there's a bit of a height difference. So uh, I, I used to have to sit in a bit of a foam uh, dicky seat thing, and he sat basically in the seat without much padding in it to make this whole system work. So him and I could share a car. So um, in that last stint, the the heat from the exhaust underneath the car there got through the got through the actual seat, and he ended up with uh, yeah with burns on his butt. So he ended up having to get um, get the nurse to come and look after him after the race. But uh, <laughs> she yeah, creamed he, it up he nicely. To, <laughs> he did. <laughs> put it put, put it out of put it out of his misery. So yeah, it was, uh, got, got the job done. You should you should see in our studio here, Woogie, our, our fifth announcer, as our fifth producer, just come out of How the kitchen after he hearing. Oh, oh, yeah. we, we have got so many producers in it. You don't have you have no idea what it takes. To make Stevie J and I sound even half professional on this joint. The best way uh, I could put it. No, I is... do. I've been in the pub with both of you, so I understand. Yeah. Actually, how actually, actually they're all doing. You would know, Bass, because you and I commentated on Channel Seven together for a few years. The support category, yeah. so you know exactly how hard it is to make me look professional. Anyway, <laughs> that's why. That's, that's he's why the walking minute, out the door now. That's See you, Woogie. That's why See the minute producer. I texted Bugs and said, "Can you help me out with Maddie and Steve?" He's like, "Mate, how much do you need?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-hour show. We haven't got enough time. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, but Bugs, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, getting you on the driver's seat, mate. And uh, you're doing some fantastic stuff in TCR. You and Young Benny. It's great to see a father-son team, and hopefully uh, we can get Benny on the show at some point in time too. But uh, and hopefully we can get to a racetrack. But cheers for taking the call, mate. And well, he, he's. I'll tell, I'll tell you a little, a little. I'll give you an exclusive here. He's mm. in the other end of the house at the moment with his, his girlfriend. Do you know who his girlfriend is? Have you blokes heard who his girlfriend is? No, no. He's, not, he's, he's dating Stephen Richards' daughter or Jim Richards' granddaughter. Which one do you want oh, to go with? Oh, really? So isn't oh, my no. world just a little bit weird? <laughs> wow. That's a – wow. The only thing I will say to that, uh, Jason Bargwana, is – just have a quiet word in his ear so that he doesn't post things like our good friend James Courtney at the moment and his lovely girlfriend because uh, yeah, well, okay. I'll, that's going to get you in trouble. Him. Yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. But look, that. when we go to the big Christmas family lunch, we're going to be sitting at the big Christmas table and there's going to be like 17 Bathurst wins between us all. <laughs> at least I can contribute one and Jimmy's got 104 and, you know, yeah. and uh, Stephen's got about five, I think. So there's going to be a weird old sensation, isn't it? <laughs> 
Hey, imagine the DNA of that, a Richards and a Barguana grandchild. Mate, you put that guy straight to F1. Bugger supercars and TCR. Easy, they've only just started dating. Easy, Tiger, easy. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Matty, but it's been a pleasure, mate, and go well when we finally get to a racetrack, and hopefully we'll chat to you soon. Well, hopefully, guys, and I'm really looking forward to getting that little burst in Peugeot out, um, having both of us out there at Bathurst, and I can't wait to see the fans back at the racetrack. And if that's the next race we do, well, I'll see you there, and let's go get the job done. It's very easy to spot that car. It's generally up the front with Burst and Auto Parts on the side of it. So uh, good stuff, Bugs. We'll chat to you soon. Cheers. <laughs> Jason Bugwana there joins us. Our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask me for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Jeez, Matty, you had me very worried when you were talking about DNA <laughs> and all that. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, same. But you know what? Genuinely a good bloke. I love Bugs. He's as good He's as good out of the car as in the car. He's down to earth. Um, got all the time for the fans in the, in, in the world. And he's oh, – in fact, I don't – the only time I've ever seen Bugs really cranky, I think, was when he and Murphy came together – at Phillip Island, I think it was. Someone sent oh, someone that... into the wall. And... Yeah, Bargs went into the wall hard. That's it was right. wet, I think. Yeah, Halfway yeah. down the and front I'm, straight. And, and Bargs was, you know, running up the pit trying to take Murphy out and people were trying to put a milk crate underneath him so I could reach him and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So he's, he's a ripper guy. I do love Bargs. And great to have him back racing and great to see a second generation in, uh, in the young fella having a crack as well. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.